What's good, y'all? I am Jay, and welcome back to another episode of Anxiety in the Hood. People say what's up. I got the homies Pat and Ben in the building. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll take that. What's going on, people? <laughs> you already know this is Pat, a.k.a. Ted. You know what I mean? This man high. No, nah, not even. You know what I mean? I'm just chilling right now. Like, just taking it in. <laughs> so, once again, this is Pat. Good luck. Good luck. Yo, you already know it's your boy Ben, a.k.a. Kwame NYC. I'm out here. ready, Happy to be out here with you guys again. You already know. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. First and foremost, man, like, how y'all been? It's been a minute, man. Let the listeners know what's been going on, man. Like, how y'all been? Oh, uh, man, I'm doing good, man. Feeling good. Feeling great. You know, 2021 has been, you know, a better year for the most part. Um, shit, I can't, mm-hmm. I really can't complain. Everything's looking up for me right now. Um, shit, semester's about to be over in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to linking up with you guys. You know, taking a little yes, boys sir. trip, you know. It's much needed. To be another lit, lit summer, man. We need oh, it. Oh, fact, oh, yeah. fact. What, about, what about you, Pat? You know, couple changes, people. Uh, I'm not going to get into that today, but once again, you know, I'm here. I'm living. I'm happy. You know, thank God, you know, first mm-hmm. and foremost. Mm-hmm. I hope, you know, to the listeners, like, not too much happened. But, you know, as we know, COVID has been affecting a lot of things. And I'm just hoping that, you know, that a lot of the people out there do consider taking the shot. You know, you know, you don't know. Uh, that's one update, right? We've been recently um, vaccinated. So that's pretty cool. Remember, we was talking about this on a previous episode. Like, yo, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it. Well, your boys went and did that. You know what I'm saying? Ben, ben up next, man. I am uh, up next, Pat. but I'm still trying to get the logistics down because, you know, like I said before, I'm still a little skeptical about it, but I'm leaning I leaning you. closer to actually going to do it. Um, I mean, you can continue with your update, though, Jay. My fault. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying that's the update so far. You know, we've been vaccinated. I've been able to move how I want to move. Got the vaccination card, so... Basically make you feel like you you good everywhere you go, you know, still staying safe, you know, keep your mask on, still social distance. But I know that I'm safe with um within, you know, from within with uh that vaccination. So yo, so anything happens. So with your vaccination, are you able to go places now? Have you gone out to do anything? Um as far as being so, around the crowd? So I've gone yes, uh thank you for that. I, I that question. I've gone to uh Yankee game recently. You know, the boys are back in the Bronx. Shout out to the Yanks and yes, uh, they letting fans season. in. Yes, sir. They letting fans in and um which I was feeling for some live baseball, so I had to do it. And their their contingency is you either have to show um a negative uh PCR or antigen test, right, for COVID nineteen or you show your uh, full vaccination status on your card. So it's one of those two things will be required upon entry. But, you know, once you got it, you good money, man. You go to all the games this season. Hey, I can't wait to get out there, man. I'm hoping uh, this summer I could get out, enjoy the ballpark. Jay, did, did it feel comfortable out there? Like, were you concerned? Like, yo, did you feel like you sat next to someone who wasn't or was vaccinated? Like, how, bro, did, how did that feel? I love so I pulled up, you know, with the homies and Jess, and I love uh, pandemic baseball. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you that first of all. 
here's what I love about it. We had, you know, you get your own section to yourself pretty much. Nobody was really next to us, bro. Like you, you know, I did talk to some other fans, but it was like in shouting distance. So which was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I dug it. You know, the only drawback I had was, so since they don't have full capacity yet, you know, not everything was open in the way of like the shops and concessions and things like that in there, you know, so you, you are limited. Mm. So you couldn't like shop for shit how you normally would if it's a regular season game? Um, yeah, like, 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 you know, you got, basically you had to go out your way. Whereas, um, like the, so, so the section we were in, you had to go like probably three or four sections down to go cop like a beer or whatever. Like there, there were none of this stuff was open in the section I was sitting. You know, it just was. It just don't happen to be that way. That's crazy. COVID is so crazy. I remember going to the stadium before, and you know the concession people would walk up and down your aisle. You'll say, "Let me get a dog. Let me get a beer." Yo, they'll pass it right to you. Not doing, they're not doing none of that now. Hmm. Yeah, you got to go and get your own. They actually have something called um, – so it's Uber Eats. They teamed up with Uber Eats, which is weird. And they basically um, – you you put in an order, like, during the game, and you just walk to the concession stand and pick it up. And I'm like, all right, but I, I, why would I need Uber Eats in the stadium? I don't know. It's- <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what about you, Pat? Any, uh, yeah. any, any upsides of getting your vaccination yet? You know what, man? I really haven't, you know, tried to do too much. Um, I've been waiting to to get my next one. Um, I do definitely appreciate the um, health department out here. They actually put it in for the people out here. So my client was able to get a shot. Uh, No funny. Like, I'm all right. Like, I mean, the first day I was feeling a little you know, down and out, um, you know, I'm still going through certain symptoms, but I'm good. Mm. I was, that's, a, that's another good point to bring up. Like, so as I, I guess I got lucky. I, I don't, or didn't feel any symptoms, you know, afterwards, like the only thing I had was like, they said, you're going to feel soreness in the, um, injection site like where they do the injection, I would say that soreness was an understatement because I was, <laughs> it felt like I got hit with Thor's hammer in my shoulder, bro. Okay. Like they finally, I don't know. I woke up the next day, my arm was killing me, bro. I couldn't even lift the arm, bro. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, it's good money. Like no wild symptoms or nothing like that. That's wild. I mean, I don't know. I forget what they say. Depending if you take the Pfizer or you take the Moderna, it's usually that second dose where people are like, hey, it's just getting a little weird now. What's going on? Um, but usually they hey, say it's know. never too crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's just right. headache and a little bit of fatigue. And that's that's right. I want to let, let, let the listeners know. And, like, I'm glad that you guys, you know, bringing it up. Like, as of right now, I'm still dealing with, you know, congestion, you know. But that's just weather change and other, you know, um, things that I'm taking care of myself with. So, Again, I, I wouldn't uh, tell anybody like, no, don't go get it because uh, you, this is going to happen to you. And I'll be honest with you, if you if you feel like it's the right thing to do, go do it. Straight up, yeah, you know, straight up, still, yeah, because you're not only I'm, protecting I'm yourself, you're protecting yeah. your community as well. So it's very important that people understand that, like these things are safe, yeah. they're studied, 
they're reliable and already we already yeah, see look, changes. The Rona, the Rona got bodies on it, bro. Like so I said, you know, I looked, at, I looked at it like I don't want to be another body. So. Like I said, I want to definitely emphasize the fact that, like, uh, in my area, the health department um, is actually trying to reach uh, the individuals who can't go into the hospitals. They're bringing it into the community to try their best to um, make sure that everyone get vaccinated because. Again, you have to think about how many people are generally in certain areas. And, and in the area I'm at in Pennsylvania, um, people like to go out. That's what they were saying. Like, they're like, hey, you're going to want to go to the, the parks and things like that. It's for your safety and your family's safety, go get go get your shot. You ain't hurt That's nobody. Sure. You know, so. Uh, I like that that they, that they, you know, trying to make sure that they can bring it to the people who um, wouldn't be able to get out there otherwise. So that's what's up. Yeah, like where, like I want to look at the website, you know, nys.com um, or .gov rather, and it says the shot is available to anybody. So to be eligible, all you have to do is be 16, live in New York, work in New York, or study in New York, and you'll, you'll be able to get yourself a shot. All you got to do is sign up somewhere, you know, wherever appropriate. I'm not really sure where, but it's accessible. You know what I mean? Like anyone can get it at this point. Um, and mind you, we're not trying to push the vaccine on anybody who's not comfortable getting it. I, I was we just going to say, I'm really, what you know, it is. giving you my update and, and why I got it and how I feel afterwards, just for anybody who was on the fence, you know what I'm saying? But Right. I'm sure the next time I'm on here with you guys, I would have already gotten my first dose by then. Well, you know, I want to say uh, a couple of times my mom had uh, asked me, and, you know, I'm glad that she's asking because she's like, sounding more like she wants to do it. They say in this mm-hmm. area of Pennsylvania that uh, a lot of the 25 age range uh, don't want to do it and the 60, mm-hmm. 60 and plus don't want to do it. Let's say just one thing to people. I'd rather save my life and people who I, I care for when I'm around them, so I'll do it so that you know, again, like I'm, I'm just hoping that people start picking up. It's not none of that funny stuff, like oh, they trying to put something in you and this and that. Like you never know, bro. Like you, if you ever got your flu shot, this is just the next, you know, course of life. You know, facts, either, facts. either it be the one time we do it now or in the future, this is something that we have to do. But you know, like we said, it's not like a force. Like we're not all out here saying no, you know, but. I hope somebody, you know, take something from it, and you know, that's where we at. Most definitely, man. But you know, now that we uh, established, we're all doing well since the last time the listeners heard from us. I would like to get into today's topic. Oh yeah! And, oh yeah! What are we talking about today? <laughs> so today's topic is narcissism, and uh, specifically how it relates to mental health and mental health abuse. Um, I feel like this would be this will help our listeners. And I feel like we've all got some stories or have experienced uh, someone uh, suffering with narcissism, you know, in our lives. So I'm going to uh, start it off. And I'm going to tell y'all that Webster defines narcissist, uh, narcissism as Personality disorder characterized by or characterized especially by an exaggerated sense of self-importance, persistent need for admiration, lack of 
empathy for others, excessive pride in achievement, and snobbish, disdainful, or patronizing attitude. Uh, it also says that they comment on, oh, these are, oh no, these are extra comments. So yeah, what, uh, does that sound about right to you, the definition, fellas? Yeah, you know, can I Google the definition? Do you mind if I also add on to that? No, no, go right ahead. I mean, I just, I got that straight off of the Merriam-Webster's, uh, I got something. You know, definitely. I just pulled this up in the Mayo Clinic. It says the same. Okay. Thing. It says the same thing as you're saying. Narcissistic personality disorder, one of several types of personality disorders, is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive mm-hmm. attention and admiration, troubled relationships, mm-hmm. and a lack of empathy for others. But behind the mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. So, it basically says a narcissistic personality disorder causes problems in many areas of life, such as relationships, work, school, or financial affairs. People with narcissistic personality disorder may be generally unhappy and disappointed when they're not given the special favors or admiration they believe they deserve. They may find Mm. their relationships unfulfilling and others may not enjoy being around them so the treatment you guys want to get into that or do you guys want to share topics and stories about um i do have um something written down here as far as um what like some ways to deal with uh just for those of us who find ourselves dealing with narcissists so i do have that written down but i'll i will get into that later so you you can continue ben you were talking about um Right, what were you saying? So with treatment, um, it says treatment for narcissistic personality disorder comes with a few options like talk therapy, um, because it's not really a, mm. it's not really a, a condition that I think can be fixed with uh, medication. You know what I mean? It's just a, mm-hmm. a, I guess it's a way a person is just wired, and that, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily something that you can fix with a medication, I guess. But like when I scroll down, there's, there are a plethora of more symptoms. Um, I don't know if you want to get into that really mm. quick. Um, Go right ahead. All right. So some of it is um, exaggerate achievements and talents. Um, mm-hmm. Be preoccupied with fantasies about success, power, brilliance, beauty, or the perfect mate. Um, believe they are superior and can only associate with equally special people. The next mm-hmm. one is expect special favors and unquestioning compliance with their expectations these people take advantage of others to get what they want Um, they have an inability or unwillingness to recognize the needs and feelings of others Uh, okay what else and those are those are the uh the traits yeah so these are some things that they show and it and uh it's okay yeah so it's like this is a lot dude this is a lot. And and real quick for for our listeners, the source from this this was uh, Mayo Clinic. You said yeah, MayoClinic.org. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I mean we can we can kind of dive into the traits a little bit. Um, some of the traits that he just uh, uh, mentioned there, Pat. Tell me, have you had any experience with people who who are like that? Like they have a higher self of uh, importance, or kind of like inflated egos, or things like that, or achievements are like over exaggerated. Uh, 
Alright guys, my fault. I had to <laughs> No, it's cool. You heard you uh you heard me what I said? <clears throat> I didn't catch exactly what you said. So to... Ben was going over Ben was going over the uh the traits of uh people with narcissistic personality disorder. And you know, so it's basically um some of the main traits there are um you know um was it uh inflated sense of importance or like that, like higher sense of importance, uh, believing that they're superior over exaggerated um, accomplishments or achievements, things like that. And I wanted to know, um, do you have any experience with people like that as far as like, you know, just in your everyday life? Like you have, you have anything to, to share with that? I mean, of course you come, you know, across uh, how people choose to um, try to maintain their lives. Um, this is something that we was discussing before where I said uh, I had to self-reflect in sometimes in moments where you don't notice that you do things that can be narcissistic. So, of course, you mm -hmm. know, um, in my walk of life, I've had people who displayed, you know, many of ways how, uh, you know, they wanted to feel like a higher sense of of importance and mm. I never was to the one to like want to correct it because I never understood it. And then, you know, again, I was, I was mentioning how, like, I think someone dropped the word and used it in, in reference to something, either a, I was doing how I was acting, how I was moving. And uh, mm. like I said, like I, I had to re, uh, reflect on it and, and understand like where that was coming from. And, uh, mm. you know, like, like we was discussing this now, like, you know, you get a better understanding of like, wow, like you have to start really like realizing like, you know, everyone has a purpose and, you know, there's people going through different things. So to have that entitlement, I guess, you know, um, is almost like, wow, like, you know, you're not the only one. So um, I, I, all I can say is that's that's like a, you know, a day to day thing, like depending on who you run into. And uh, how about you, Ben, like as far as those traits go, any experience with that, whether, you know, dealing with someone or have you yourself found, you know, you've exhibited some of those traits? Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. To both of those, um, mm -hmm. I think there's a fine line between um, narcissism and power hungry people um, in, mm -hmm. a, in a respect that uh, like, for example, I've come across narcissistic people not knowing at the time that they were narcissistic, though. You know, you know mm. what I mean? Like you would um, I would come across somebody who's um, success driven to the point where, you know, I wouldn't see them because they were so focused on their goals that they looked at uh, certain things that I was doing as uh, it's, it doesn't align with their with their achievements or their goals or their aspirations. So I'm a little bit on the fence when it comes to narcissism. I don't necessarily mm. think it's a terrible thing um mm -hmm. but at the same time um recognizing these um traits and um characteristics it, it's kind of telling though that um you know sometimes we all could have these uh these uh this disorders you know what i mean like we all may have a little bit of these uh personality disorders mm -hmm. that we may not recognize until we <laughs> kind of look at it and push it into this perspective because I read, I yeah. read some of these, and I'm like, oh, that kind of sounds familiar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's, it's it's relative. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. it's very relative. 
and I would all, I would I would go as far as to say it's very common, like especially um, here where I'm at in New York City, like you will come across, you know, plenty of people who exhibit those traits, you know, um, and I think that's why a lot of this goes undiagnosed because sometimes it's just like passed off as like normal, oh, like that's 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 like ninety percent of the population, everybody does that, or everybody, you know what I mean? But when it uh, when it comes to uh, correlation or when it comes to the matters of, you know, mental health and uh, people who suffer with anxiety and depression and stuff like that. I think that's where um, it gets kind of crazy. And that's what I'd like to talk about today. So one of the traits there that we've seen is um, narcissists, specifically, they show lack of empathy. Doesn't mean that they're incapable of caring, but they show lack of empathy for others. So they really um, pretty much don't care too much about anything other than what pertains to them. You know what I mean? They're concerned about themselves and, and their world, um, which most people most people um, are. You know, it's just the way um, the way of the world. But um, it's just it's just a little bit tough when uh, you have compassionate people. And you as a compassionate person come in contact with a narcissist because uh, one of the traits I think you uh, you read off there was like that they use uh, people for like personal gain and things like that. Mm -hmm. That's something that could definitely happen to someone who is um, giving or compassionate, you know what I'm saying, or just a genuine caring person. So these are the things that I encourage our listeners to kind of watch out for and know the signs when you're dealing with narcissist at this moment in time let me give you seven ways to set boundaries with narcissistic people <laughs> one don't justify explain or defend yourself i think number one is very important because um a lot of times when you're dealing with narcissistic people what what can happen is they're very good at especially if they know they're dealing with somebody who has like some mental health issues or self-worth issues they're very good at flipping the script on you and making you feel like something is your fault or you've done something wrong you know that's happened to me plenty of times facts and you wouldn't even realize it yeah at, at first you wouldn't even realize it yeah. especially when you first encounter it um because like sometimes exactly. some people could be so well equipped to cause an issue and then have you feel like as though you were to blame uh mm -hmm. i think we i want to say we talked about this right before we got on um gaslighting gaslighting mm -hmm. narcissists are, are oh yeah pros, like top level at gaslighting situations mm -hmm. that's a big problem these days for, with the gaslighting seriously um so number two oh you you, you want to no, i was gonna actually like well, let's, let's let's keep it rolling yeah. Um, so number two is uh, leave when it doesn't feel healthy. Um, I think we can all relate to that, right? Like, just, <laughs> hey, like, this shit just feels a little bit too toxic. I got to get up out of here. So whether you're in a relationship with someone or you just feel like you need to cut ties with a narcissistic friend or even possible family member, like when it doesn't feel healthy, got to get up out of there. I mean, y'all agree or how y'all feel about that? I agree 100 percent. And that does, and yeah, that and, feels pretty. And I, yeah, <laughs> and I feel like there's no cowardice in that because, um, 
sometimes you can get in a situation where they're like, oh, you're going to cut and run. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right I am. When, you know, when shit's become unhealthy and toxic and draining, yeah, sometimes you got to cut and run because mm-hmm. you really have to, and this is the narcissism, the narcissist in me saying you got to protect your self-interest. You got to protect yourself. Self-preservation, yeah. right? You know, um, I would also say that, you know, as we get older, we we know how to read people a little bit more. We learn how to read personalities, right? Um, they often say no two people are alike on this on this earth, but you know what? You can definitely read personalities, and you can um, basically categorize somebody in a type. You know, I never want to um, feel like I'm profiling a person, but I've dealt with enough narcissists in my life that when I peep the traits, I know like, okay, I got to steer clear from this person. Or I've got to really kind of limit my time and be in control when I'm, you know, dealing with this person, you know, like in my dealings with them. Word, word. It's very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so number three here is um, decide what you will tolerate and what you won't. I mean, that's that's also cut and dry, I think. I mean, you like I just said, like you need to be in control of how you're dealing with these people or these types of individuals you need to say all right i'm i'm going to tolerate this but you know what if they take it to this level i'm not willing to tolerate that makes sense to me perfect that makes perfect sense uh, I, i'm in agreement with that yeah um number 4 learn to artfully sidestep intrusive questions or negative comments um that's that's one of the things that I've had to learn and it was very tough. You know, when I was dealing with um uh I, I had a uh <laughs> in my younger days I had a narcissistic roommate and um it was very tough because how do you avoid, you know what I mean? Like uh we're sharing a dwelling and it's like it's very tough to kind of like sidestep all the, the negative shit or when that person feels like they have to make things a comparison or often feeling like they're superior or they would deliberately um, like, you know how they, they, you know, they'll set you up for shit. So somebody will ask you like, uh, I don't know, like how many, uh, how many points did you get today in this game? If you played and then you say the points and they're like, yeah, well I got this much. And it's like, you literally asked me that just to flex, you know what I mean? And it's like, Shit like shit like that is just, you know, so when you when you know that you're dealing with somebody like that, you kind of get better at sidestepping and just saying, like, yo, I'm not even going to not even going to um, entertain this type of shit or answer it. You know, um, what do you all think about that, though? I mean, yo, actually, as as, like putting, your, you know, sidestepping. Like putting your put, putting your <clears throat> foot down. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. But it's like that's that can be very tough though. Um, when you're sharing a, a dwelling with somebody and you have to uh, maneuver, you know what I mean. You have to know how to maneuver properly to uh, not only not cause issues, but you know keep yourself out of bullshit because it's so easy. Listen, it's it's so easy mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. into some bullshit when you're dealing with someone who's a narcissist because everything's about them. Everything mm-hmm. is personal. Everything is mm-hmm. like you, mm-hmm. you, 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 and it's never. Mm-hmm to a point where they could be accountable. It's always just, look what you did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and they're, they're also in their own worlds a lot of times as far as like that, that self-importance because when you're in the real world, nobody's more important than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? It's just everybody's got their own shit going on. But like 
they're in their own world with their own level of importance and uh, superior feeling that when you uh, burst their bubble, the shit, shit can get ugly. You know what I'm saying? When you basically bring them back down to earth, it's never good for them. Sometimes it's not good for us, but it has to be done, which leads me to number five, take the bully by the horns. I take this to mean uh, just full on confrontation about it. Like if you if you're realizing at that point in time, you know, I'm dealing with a narcissistic person. Um, this shit is starting to affect my mental health and I'm feeling like I'm being mentally abused or taken advantage of. Um, confrontation may be necessary. What y'all think? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to err on a side of caution. Um, not, okay. not, not because, okay. not because, uh, I don't want to, I want to, I want to sound like I, I like to avoid confrontation. Sometimes depending on the situation, you have to get into it, like right into it and, uh, get, you know, like, yeah. this, like you said, yeah. you know, get at the bully. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know, any type of violence, by the way. I mean, this is, I'm reading this, uh, shout out to them, by the way, this is, uh, this is sourced by uh, psychologytoday.com, seven ways to set boundaries with narcissistic people. Um, so I don't, I don't like when I read that, I don't interpret that by like, oh, nah, man, he's narcissistic. We got to snuff him. Like I read that, like you at this point in time, now I got to burst your bubble, bring you back to earth. Like, yo, what you're doing is narcissistic. Like try to make them aware. But I agree with um, Aaron on the side of caution, as you should do with because everything. It's like a narcissist; they wouldn't even agree with you. Like a nar- for a narcissist to agree and say, "You know what? You're right." They're it's, not. They don't. They're not yeah, even aware. Like it's out of their character. So I don't even know. Like, yeah, I don't know if I've dealt with a narcissist lately. Actually, I'm thinking right now. Um, dude, dude, mm. honestly, you just avoid them when you can. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like. That's that's uh, that's my favorite way to deal with narcissists. You know, you know what I mean? Like, or if there's if you happen to be a narcissist that's just in my my life generally, um, what I like to do is like I like I said I I set the terms and like okay y'all want to hang out y'all want to do this all right well, um, and I know that that's their personality type. It's like all right well we're gonna go here and I'm gonna be there for an hour because I know how much I can tolerate, how much I can sidestep the person and, and you know, and all that and deal with them. So this, this is a question I'm going to ask both of you guys. Do you think people uh, put on uh, that narcissistic mentality at any given point that they want or that that's just something that they just are? Because, you know, in this whole, you know, scenario, I've met people who, may not necessarily be full on narcissistic but have characteristics mm-hmm. but would flip flop and you know it would be one thing and then another. So, you know, again you gotta have to watch out for warning signs mm-hmm. and, and and like you said, understanding what you're willing to put up with. Mm-hmm. You know, um as you said, it's it's nothing wrong with like bumping your toes, you know, in order to learn a lesson. Yeah. I was just saying to you guys, I listened to uh, like a, a motivational speech Denzel said, and he said, "Don't be afraid to fail, because if you if you didn't if you don't fail, you didn't try hard enough." That's a gem, yeah. You know what I mean? So I just want people to know, like, just because you you may you know 
exhibit certain, you know, mm-hmm. attributes, mm-hmm. you could change that. You don't have to yeah. keep on being the way you are. It can you know, if you know, if you know that you have certain traits, um, there's ways to work on it. I mean, we're not uh, trying to make people feel like, oh, these guys are saying something about people that, mm-hmm. like, like like human like no like don't get it twisted it's just that there are people out there that do it and when you peep it you either gotta avoid it you know not have them in your life um you know control how much time you give into those people like it's all types of things that uh, mm-hmm. what we're coming to explain in these you know ser- uh, scenarios so i think when it comes down to um like you said the question you just asked about you know are they just exhibiting these traits or are they full-on i mean i think it comes back down to taking you know doing the checklist of the of the traits you know what i mean i don't want to call it symptoms but doing a checklist of the traits um you know because i know people who have narcissistic moments but i know them as a person and i know that they have empathy for others because i've seen it you know what I mean? So it's one of those yeah. where it's like, I I, I I can't say he's my friends a full on narcissist because I've seen uh, I've seen the empathy. But at the same time, maybe he just had a narcissistic moment, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't think it's terrible. Right. Again, I don't want to defend narcissism, but I do want to acknowledge that for some. Uh, like, <clears throat> like we said, some narcissists may not even know that they're narcissists. How could they? Um but at the mm-hmm. but at the mm-hmm. same time, it is a a disorder. Um, so I don't want to bag on them like like I wouldn't bag on anybody with, you know, whatever whatever disorder yeah. they have that's, that they are, are afflicted with. But I will I will say this, um, I think it's very important to put people in a box. But not only should you be able to like endure them, you should be able to endure anybody. You know what I mean? Because it's like. Mm-hmm. Let's say for an example, mm-hmm. you you do not have a life that has any kind of conflict, or you do not have a life that you don't um, experience any kind of uh, um, struggle, right? Some some somewhere mm-hmm. down the line, if you do encounter it, you will not know how to how to receive it. You will not know how to respond to it. So it's like it's always important, I think, not to insulate yourself so much. You know what I mean? Like expose yourself, put yourself mm. out there, and deal with the different personalities. That way, when when it comes to it, you'll know how to handle yourself. So I wouldn't go as far as to say avoid narcissists at all cost. Um, I would say, mm. you know, have them around in bits and pieces that are manageable. You know what I mean? Because at the mm. end of the day, it may yeah. not be their fault. You know, they may just have that. that hey, thing. bro, like like they said in Mortal Kombat, test your might. Like they said in Mortal Kombat. Right. So if you do, I like that approach. If you if you uh, deal with them in bits and pieces, and how and you know how and when you feel comfortable dealing with them, you know that you're building your endurance for it too. Because there are going to be times where you're not going to be able to get away. You know, you may work with some narcissists, and you just how you how do you handle it then you know what i mean like you forced to at least for the for at least eight hours you know you're forced to endure you know um which brings me to number six on the list which is don't underestimate the power of narcissism and um i you know everything that we just touched on right now i think that that falls in line it's like you know you just you can't you can never underestimate as far as the the gaslighting you know, it's just, it's never ending. You just, you can't, you know, I think America, 
has America especially has a love affair with uh, narcissists, right? Totally. Um, you look at you, you look at your Trumps. You look at I mean anybody really like um, it, it goes hand in hand with the whole. Um, I see this all the time, or I would see it when I was online. Uh, you would see like self-proclaimed asshole, or like, or just you know like, and it's like. After a certain age bracket, it's like, yo, bro, like, really, like, maybe, maybe you want to grow up. You know what I'm saying? Is it? I like, I get it. The assholes are cool. Like, you want to be cool and shit like that. But after a while, it's like, come on now. You know what I'm saying? So the whole narcissistic asshole shit. You can never underestimate the power of it. I mean, they have, uh, they have the love of the whole country behind them. So <laughs> you really gotta watch out for that one. Um, number seven. Remember good boundaries and include consequences. So um, everything that, you know, all of these on this list are boundaries. You know, I would say pretty good ones to use. Um, and consequences, I mean, what are, what are, you know, every action has consequences. But what are some of the consequences that you, that you think that they would be talking about here? I mean, I'm sure if it's somebody that you would consider a friend or they may consider you a friend, but they're super narcissistic. I mean, a consequence could be them being fully cut off or I'm, I'm not sure what other, uh, what do y'all think about consequences as far as um, right. Like, right. Like, 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 like they will be isolated. They'll be ostracized. Uh, they are probably going to be the kind of people yeah. who are probably going to tend to want to be alone more because people just wouldn't um, get them. You know what I mean? So they would probably tend to isolate themselves mm -hmm. just because it's like, you know, it's like an opposite type of type of vibe where why uh why bother being around people who not who do not get me when in, in essence they are the issue. They just don't know. You know what I mean? That's that, that's real shit. <laughs> they like they don't if you're unaware of something that you're doing because this is your everyday life, this is the world that you live in. Um, you're just going to look at it nine times out of ten, really, probably ten times out of ten for them that, you know, these people tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nothing wrong, you know? It's just what it is. What about you, Pat? What kind of, what kind of consequences do you think you have on a, on a narcissist being one? Right, like I was saying before, you know, um, you know, limiting your time. Like, so when you start uh, realizing that people... Uh, have those attributes you just start saying to yourself, all right, well, I'm going to limit my time. Like, you know, sometimes it's not just cutting off people. It's, uh, you know, not giving them the time that you used to. Mm -hmm. Because once they start noticing that, they're going to be like, oh, okay, this person ain't even moving like that no more. So, uh, you know, like, there's all types of options you can take, you know, especially with just moving on completely as a friend. Like, yo, I ain't messing with this person no more. So, you know, I, I think those all those things work for me. Mm. If, if I catch on stuff like that, I'm like, you know what? I well, I can't move like that no more. I'm I'm good. So, you know, I hope people just don't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm good. Okay. Right. All right. All right. You know, um, I, you know, touching back on uh, America's love for narcissists. Um, you you brought up something earlier, all there, Ben, that I. I wanna I wanna touch on for uh for the fam that listens, you know what I mean? Shout out to E, man. He's a big uh one of 
super. I'm gonna call him a super. Oh Seinfeld yeah, let's fan. get into that. And you, 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 you brought up how every character on there is a narcissist, like all the main characters, but yet somehow they're all friends. Um, talk about that. That shit is funny to me because I, I like Seinfeld too. I'm a fan, but my man E is a super fan. But yeah, like, what do you like? What do you think about that? Like, is that realistic? Like. Can, can a group of narcissists be all, friends? Before I get into that, I got to shout out your boy E. I'm a big Seinfeld fan myself. I consider Seinfeld to be the white Martin. Uh, he wore a lot of classic J's. <laughs> like, if you really watch Seinfeld, okay. he wore a lot of classic J's. Bro, okay. and his style was crazy. I just want to get into it, though. Um, Yo, they, Seinfeld... Jerry, Elaine, Kramer, and George, they happen to be friends, but they were all narcissistic towards each other's their, mm-hmm. their, their needs. Like when you like when you look at it, mm-hmm. none of them had children. None of them, none of them were about mm-hmm. that family life. Like they were all self self-absorbed mm-hmm. people. Mind you, there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with how you choose to live your life. But have you ever noticed in any episode when uh Let's say George comes in with a with a problem from the office. Like, uh, let's say Mr. Steinbrenner gave him some shit or whatever. He would come in, pour his guts out, and Jerry would probably be like, "Yo, uh, <laughs> yo, so what's for dinner tonight?" Or like some side shit. Like he wouldn't even address this this dude's issue. Just hey, dumb just dumb it. Like, I think that which which you know what the, those are real real traits of narcissists where. They don't care about anyone other than themselves. And um, the, with the gas leading, with the, um, pardon me, the gaslighting, they they will lead you on to make you think they care, and then swerve you at the last minute. Like, yeah, so what else yeah. is popping? Like, they they don't. Let really me care. let me look something up real quick on Google. Right, I just pulled it up. Uh, was Seinfeld a narcissist show? Now, one person on the internet says, I won't say their name because you know we're not allowed to do stuff like that. Um, but it says mm-hmm. Jerry was a narcissist, which is evident at several instances throughout the series. Elaine was one as mm-hmm. well. She admired herself very much and always thought that she was better than the rest of the gang. This person goes on to say that I don't think mm-hmm. George was a narcissist. He was always full of self-doubt and was sure that bad things would happen to him no matter what. In fact, when asked whether he thinks he was special in one episode, he replies, that his mom always told him that he was not special. <laughs> I love George, mm, though. Like, George has yo. the best self-deprecating lines on that show. Yeah, George's my favorite guy. George's my favorite guy. <laughs> Kramer. Kramer. Yo, guys. Since we're on the topic of, of Seinfeld, did Kramer have a job? Yo, was he the, bro, white, Tommy? the white Tommy? Bro, Yo, he always had schemes. He always had schemes and hustles, but he—I don't know what he did for work. He was—he was the white Tommy. Some was, oh, some was the white Tommy. That's crazy. I didn't even, steam, yo, though. but I don't know. Yo, how he you did really? Friend. That's one thing I would say. And he definitely—he definitely had no job, but he also didn't front like he had true, a job. Though, true. Now you know what he did. I think he sold, he he sold the the Zaza the hood. So 
You think he was the man? <laughs> Yo, you realize how cool he was? He looked like he, yeah, he, looked he, like he was, was on cool. He looked like he was getting high Yo, he, on his own supply, for real. For a fact, like, my man had the connect, connect, always, so. Yo, he always had some shit. He never had an though, issue. Bro, like, Kramer always had some shit. Yo, I find it, I find it um, interesting, though, so, like, um, you know, give or take. So, okay, let's say George wasn't a narcissist, right? But, like, just they all exhibited narcissistic behavior, and they all still somehow made it work as friends. Which is crazy because it makes me think, like, is this shit possible? Or is there a group like that out here today just walking the earth like, yo, we all narcissistic as fuck and we just we I just mean, get along? Maybe. You have, you may have a point there. But I want to just add this. Sometimes there are um, these dynamics, right, where you're just cool with people. You just vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys may not have shit in common. Yeah. You may not have goals that are aligned. You may not even have a, a strong um, background with each other, but it's just like, when y'all get together and y'all chill, it's just a cool vibe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, just, yeah, it's, it's just, just something you can't really explain. So it's like, even uh, when the cons outweigh the pros, it's just like, you know what? If it works, it works. And you just go with it. And I'd also be willing to point out that the bizarro world versions of them are definitely not narcissistic. We saw that. Like we definitely they were the complete Super caring, opposite of them. Compassionate. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there. He probably gonna get at me when I see him, but I'm going with the bizarro world versions, man. Those if I had to pick, those are my that those are my people. Season yeah. eight. All right, because they move they were compassionate. They matched me. They mirrored me. You know what I'm saying? Those are the people that I want to hang was, out and be friends with. <laughs> Yo, the bro, bizarre. that was season eight, episode three. I'm look, I looked it up as Damn. soon as you said it. Yo, they were all nice. They were nice individuals. Yeah, yo, super nice. And it was such the opposite. So so let's get into, like, as far as, uh, this is like the ultimate narcissistic shit. The the final episode, right? And what happened to them. You 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 know about the final episode? I don't know if you guys can hear the audio, but yeah. Okay. Oh so, no, I can't. Um, which I'm not. Which I'm not. I'm not sure. Right, yeah, like, like, I don't know. So Elaine, um, come. I'm sorry to cut you off. Elaine comes to Jerry's apartment. As soon as she walks in, she's embraced. Mm. Now, normally they never embrace. They never check each other. How are you doing? Never. What's what was your day like? They don't do none of that. They all just self-absorbed into their own little thing, which is which is which is wild. Yeah. And I think that that's that's by design. Like they don't, they gaslight you just enough to make you think they care about you. And the minute you start to feel like you can get into shit, is when they just, like I said, they'll just swerve you and be like, "Yeah, fuck out of here." (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it sucks, but Um, hey, man, that's the way some people are, man. The 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 final episode, the final episode, real quick. So if you know about the final episode. So they they get in trouble in um were they in another country? Wherever they were, the rules were like like you had to be a good Samaritan. So if you've seen some shit going down, you had to help. You had to at least make an attempt. Um so they was on their World Star shit before World Star in the last episode. Like they just watched um something happen in Italy? to someone. 
I, yo, bro, like, and I don't want to, I don't want to really butcher it, man. E is gonna kill me for this, but um, like, yeah, I, I, we might have to look this shit up. But basically, they get arrested for like not being good Samaritans, which is like, that's the whole point of their show was that they were never good Samaritans. Like, they didn't give a shit about nobody, bro. Wasn't there? Ever, didn't he fucking? Didn't he <laughs> knock an old lady down to take the bread? <laughs> it was like the last bread. Yo, that was hilarious. <laughs> Oh, man. Didn't Jerry I do that? Like, I, I come on, bro. So like... Yeah, but oh, that was such a great fucking show, man. I don't remember the, the circumstance behind that. Look, if we do, if we do um, a Seinfeld episode, man, I got to get Eon here just to, just to, you know, get more into like mental health with Seinfeld and how they were with each other. But it's perfect for this particular episode on narcissism. But you know, switching over real quick, I want to switch over to um, what we were talking about as far as like the gaslighting and all that shit, right? Let's talk about how. So I want to give my personal experience and y'all can give yours as well. If you don't mind, I'll give my personal experience where um, once again, uh, from the toxic group chat that I was in, you know, I'll give many mentions to that because it's, uh, it's I learned a lot in there about narcissism and, and my own mental health and endurance. So um. You know, me being a very compassionate person, I um, I lend myself, you know, to to others in any capacity that I can. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm one of those people I always want to uh, help. You know, my mom and I discussed that a lot about the heart that we have and how I got my heart from her. My mom is a very giving person. So um, I noticed that about myself. And sometimes I have to check myself with it. I'm like that now even more. But what I do is kind of uh, seclude myself, you know, just to protect myself. But um, in that particular group chat, there was there was uh, everybody went through their own things. You know what I'm saying? You got one person will 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 hit you and be like, yo, you know, my mom passed away um, on this day, however many years ago. You know what I'm saying? I'm just in tears right now. I'm thinking about my mom. Yo, I'm really going through it. Yo, I need my brothers. Yo, talk to me. I take that time in the group chat. Talk to you, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you know, you get through this. You know what I'm saying? Your mom's just. Is proud of the man you become. Ah, ah, ah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I would want somebody to do for me, comfort me in my time of need. Um, another another person in the group chat going through some shit. Yo, almost lost my marriage, man. My wife fuck, caught me fucking around, man. She wasn't having it. Ah, ah, yo, I went through the whole shit. Thought I wasn't going to see my kids. Ah, ah, ah. Yo, it's going to, I'll, I'll let you vent. You feel me? I don't have any experience with that, but like I can, so I don't have any advice to offer, but I'll let you vent and just like, hopefully that shit will be all right and, and work in your favor. You know, um, fast forward to, you know, what happened with, with Eric, um, which is the catalyst of this, this podcast, you know, fast forward to, to, to y'all. I think it was you, Ben, that hit me like, yo, look at the news right now. Yo, I can't believe this shit. You know, um, I never, I'm still not over it. Never. I don't think I'll ever get over it. I remember seeing, feeling chills, bro. You know, you never think you're going to see your childhood friend on the news and what happened. You know what I mean? So when it was my turn and I was in need, right, I'm over here. Yo, man, my man's, you know, for lack of a better term, my man's just pulled the Chris Benoit, bro. And I'm really feeling some kind of way today. I'm feeling really going through it, man. This shit hurt. You know what I'm saying? So I tell them the story. Niggas just hit me with the, I'm sorry, Jay. I'm sorry you're going through that, but your man's was a coward. Move on. Like, get get over it. Like, 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 so he didn't deserve to be mourned or like none of that shit. It's just like, fuck him as a person. Fuck, 
fuck what you going through, fuck your feelings. Like, and I that's when I realized like, oh, this is some false brotherhood shit. This is like this shit is fabricated and it's narcissistic. Like, like, you know, I'm being mentally abused here by some narcissist. You know, um, so that's that's my experience. Um that I wanted to share as far as my dealings with narcissists and the mental abuse that I, um, I got a question. Uh, about that, if you don't mind me asking. All right. Now, yeah. When it comes to the situation at hand that we're talking about, you know, um, rest easy to our boy. Um, do you think it's the circumstance that led to them saying the way, you know, not receiving your, uh, um, not giving you your condolences properly or not acknowledging your pain through that, through that situation. Do you think, what do you, so do you what think do you mean it's by because of his actions, what he did in that situation that. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure part of it, right. Because um, like I said, for lack of a better term, I mentioned Chris Benoit. He's, um, he's um, vilified. I don't think he should be celebrated. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is people will never know, how it feels until it's right. someone close to you. So for me, I was conflicted. Like we all were like, yeah, you know, I went through that whole motions of like, yo, why the fuck did he do this? Shit? Like, why you had to take other people's lives? What the fuck was you thinking? Like, you know, I, I was, you know, heated with all that. But my first thought was, which is natural thought is like, yo, my friend is gone. I lost my friend. You know what I mean? So my, my, my dog is gone. So um, I'm sure that they, what, probably overpowered in their mind like what their their first thought was like oh this guy did this fuck him like that's a piece of shit like yeah and i okay completely understand you know what i'm saying I, I i get that right um shit i had to watch people on the news who don't know our boy and talk about him in that same vein you know what i mean but as far as like this was a false sense of brotherhood in my opinion like if I could sit there and listen to y'all issues and what y'all going through and, and, and genuinely be sympathetic, genuinely let you talk and genuinely try to offer some um, words of encouragement and advice. Y'all niggas can't even do that, bro. Y'all just had y'all just wrote me off the quickness. I mean, the nigga did say sorry. At least he's like, yo, I'm sorry, Jay, but your man's a coward, though. You know what I mean? Your man ain't shit for that. So it is what it is. Yeah, like, I mean, it kind, of puts, it kind of puts things into perspective mm -hmm. for you because... The whole time you're thinking, okay, this is mm. going to be a uh, situation where we could um, unload our issues or our stress and, you know, receive back some compassion, yeah. some understanding, some some type of uh, love or embrace. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. and I'm also, you know, to give to give um, context and, you know, I I knew I know at the time these are these are the guys that I'm talking about that are on the Internet who think it's cool and popular to be assholes. So I know so I know who I'm dealing with. So it wasn't just that one moment in time where I'm like, oh, I'm dealing with narcissists and I'm being mentally abused. Nah, like this, this is more than one occasion. These are their personas online. This is who they're portraying themselves to be, like assholes who don't care about people's feelings or whatever. So I knew, oh, oh it's happening to me now. Like this is mm. my instance. So, you know, it just, it was all like a moment. Saying. I see what you're saying. What um, right. I don't know. It's fucked up. Man. I'm <clears throat> sorry to try to go through that because you know you're probably in a spot. You was probably in a tough spot, thinking you could trust these people. You know, you know I was legit. Um, I was legit opening up. But you know what was dope is that 
just like I've had many realizations and uh, when dealing with people like that, you know, what I'm saying, who claim to be friends and brothers and shit like that. All it did was lead me back to my real bros. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I had to come like to my senses. Like, why am I talking to these niggas about as for they didn't know him. They didn't grow up with him. They're not going to have the same kind of feeling that we have. So Thanks. it just led me back to y'all and being able to open up to y'all. You know, I mean, I remember I talked to Mikey about it for like a whole week, man. And we went through the emotions together of like feeling upset, feeling like he was a coward, then feeling like, damn, this nigga's gone. You know what I mean? Like we went through all of that together um, day by day. So it just, it, I, I'm back. It put me where I need to be as far as who, who I know I can open up to. You know what I'm saying? Y'all my brothers for real, for real. So it's all good. No, that's a big fact. That's a big fact. I I want to, you know, just placate on what you were saying. You know, when I first when I first found out and uh, start getting, you know, the you know the like the the info on what happened and reading the story, I instantly just felt like I, I lost a uh, like a brother. Like um, I just felt like it was just not real, and I just couldn't believe how you know life kicking you know end like that so uh it definitely took me to this day still um kind of to believe it because like it definitely brought us together to to try to um you know make mm -hmm. ourselves better so you know on the topic matter i hope beats don't mind you know i wanted to share my experience yeah yeah that, narcissism. please i mean that's and things like that and you know earlier I was going to say you know I was explain but you know I've I've dealt with it I've had I you know I I can admit as a man that you know I've had tendencies of narcissism and it is not a healthy thing because you want to grow um you know and that rolled into a relationship with I then found that that person also had characteristics mm. of narcissism so um you learn to um because when you are around people like that and if you notice you have characteristics like that you tend to start saying to yourself that you you know kind of want to better that like i don't want to make something so more important than someone else's situation and i don't want to you know not have empathy in life and you know so those are things that i know that i've not i was not born to to feel that way so you know again um, through life you, you pick up things that you just you know um Either way, if you want to admit it, you you do narcissism um, in many of ways. But you know when you you choose to do it to someone and you know you don't have no care, that's when you know that that really applies. So uh, you know back to that. You know, uh, like I said, you know it it definitely changed me because I learned a lot about what I wouldn't want and mm -hmm. how I don't want it. So uh, it, it it plays a big role if you start uh, you know noticing people around you. Um, displays those characteristics you know sometimes you know trying to talk to them and, and getting them to realize like yo when you're moving like that that's not i, I can't deal with that you know i had a, a an example of that happened to me last night i was with two of my good friends i'm not gonna say their names but we went out and we ate and i don't know what the hell happened but from the two of them they would just start beefing and like they got bad at each other and uh the one person because like mm -hmm. i said they both my friends said something said something real hurtful to me 
like use information I said and it hurt but then I was like you know what I can't even be mad at that because um you know I could have displayed some certain attributes to that person that had hurted them so much excuse my um hurt so much that you know they wanted to return so again I, uh I definitely know for myself I'm trying to um better not having those type mm-hmm. of things happen so when you do notice it, I think there's, you know, you should try to do your do better. I mean, if you don't want to do better, then right on. hey, mm-hmm. like that's your choice. But uh, you know, that's something that you know, we have to work on. Like that's a daily thing. I'm not saying that, you know, like when you're going through your life, you you know, of course, that like, you gotta, you know, make sure you're taking care of yourself. But you know, if you have any um, compassion or anything, you know. Who you have around you, try to make sure you take care of them like you take care of yourself, you know. And you know, that's easier said than done, but you know, that's where my experience where mm. you know, narcissism comes from. You know, uh, I had a couple bad relationships, you know, and that's my doing and their doing, but now to this day, still growing and learning from that. Um, I, I just know I have a better path to, to be to you know being healthier when it comes to those things like not wanting those things to happen you really around learn you. man shout to you bro uh right then you got uh you got an experience uh, to share or? To, you gotta run it, run it back for me one time brother i'm sorry just uh just uh whether whether dealing with narcissism or if you or if you displayed any traits as far as like let's just an experience like similar to what i shared and what pat there um, if you have i mean it, i keep it i'll keep it simple um just the the idea of you know dealing with people who are self-absorbed it's like uh it's like anything else man you got to just know how to try to maneuver around it um when it comes to dealing with people who are who you know are narcissistic um you gotta you gotta know that mm-hmm. it's gonna it's, it's not gonna hit you straight up it's something that you see over time because like like anything else narcissism is a pattern of behaviors you know what i mean so you won't just notice that shit off jump yeah you're not you're gonna like you're gonna notice it over time and see that oh okay wait this person's a little manipulative or they are not accountable for the shit that they do um so me personally recently Mm -hmm. very recently i i came across a person like that and it's like you know i wasn't sure you know that it was what it was because like i said you know i probably didn't spend enough time with the person so i kind of looked at it like oh okay um i'm tripping you know maybe i'm tripping or whatever right but that but that that just that just goes to show you because it's like like when you're dealing with someone who like is narcissistic they'll gas like mm-hmm. the shit out of you right and i just want to go ahead and look at the uh, definition from, gas- mm-hmm. from gaslighting just so i could kind of like give you context so mm-hmm. it says gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or a group covertly mm-hmm. sows seeds of doubt in a targeted group or individual, making them question their own memory, perception, or judgment. So it means like there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who would make you say, oh, shit, I'm the problem. You know what I mean? Like, have you thinking that you're tripping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they're so, very manipulative. So, yeah. so like I was but, saying, right? Like, I, I don't want to things, but I say like family can do that. Family could do that to you too. Family, because 
you know, like you said, plant the seed to make you doubt. Like I've been around and I don't want to cut you. I've been around people and seen that. And that also can um, make a person who has narcissism be feeling like, mm -hmm. oh, it's OK to do it. You know, others influencing your actions. So I just wanted to just, you know, elaborate on that and say, like, that was a big, uh, good point there. Like, right. yo, it's. It, it comes so in all different that, forms. Let me see this, man. Like at that moment where you were being gaslit, um, like what was the what was the moment like when you realized, like you know, Yo, I mean, like it's, the realization. It's, it's funny you say that because I realized that off of someone else's situation. Um, so whatever mm -hmm. whatever was going on, and a mutual friend had came and said, you know what, that's the same shit this person did to another person and i was like oh okay okay so mm. you know the person's just someone who's who's used to uh you know just getting getting what they want i guess and uh when it doesn't work out you know they see that it's not working they just just move on to other people and uh that's that's yeah with other people you know what i mean so I guess it, it comes down to you being able to one, right, and that, recognize it when you can. It may not be at, at first. It may not be immediate. And uh, once you recognize it, act on it. Act accordingly. You know what I mean? Stand your ground. Put your foot down. Um, you don't necessarily have to call it. I don't. I didn't. I didn't call the person up. Um, let, let me keep it. Let me keep it personal. Let me. Mm. Let me all right. Yeah, let, you me, don't, let me not you speak. Don't have to. Like it, it sucks. Like once you realize, like yeah, yo, this person yeah. was attempting to so, manipulate me, me or gaslight me, and it's like you do probably feel like yeah, yo, like, you motherfucker. Totally. So let me not make it uh, general. Let me speak personally, because um, I think that that'll have a better effect. So yeah. So once I noticed it and I got put on, I was like, okay, bet. Um, I'm I'm in that situation. Let me sidestep. Let me pivot and turn shit around. So even the way I communicated with this person was completely different. The way I interacted with them was completely different. Um, the time spent was completely different. Um, everything was completely different because mm -hmm. addressing them straight up would, wouldn't reap any benefit at all. The only thing you, the only thing that I knew was going to mm -hmm. work was changing my actions, not theirs, mine. Cause I could only account for the way I can yeah. only account for the way I act. I like that approach. You know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. That's true. You can really like, it's it's kind of like a, um, what do you call that when you're doing scientific uh, projects? It's like an uncontrolled variable. You feel me? So like, if you go ahead now and you want to uh, uh, confront this person and call them out on that shit, you have no idea how they're going to react. You may think, you know what I'm saying? You may think you have an idea because of the, the traits they've been exhibiting thus far, but exactly, exactly. you really don't know. It's a controlled, like something, it's controlled or it's uncontrolled, if that makes any sense. I'm sorry, guys, I sound super ignorant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bear with me. <laughs> Bear with me. But I love, I I love your approach on that. Um, feeling a lot stress-free. I know that sounds stupid again, but I, I, I find myself under a lot less stress because it's like I don't have to deal with I don't have to you, you yeah, on my took side, control of the situation. You know I mean? 
So it's like now I don't have to deal with the mm-hmm. gambit of games or the gambit of just the stupidity, the ignorance, you know what I mean? That can come along with dealing with a person who's narcissistic. Um, but if I could turn it around and talk about my own narcissism, I got a few. I got a few. I got a few. Just just a few. Mm-hmm. And I'll be really brief with it. Um, For me, I find myself being, uh, I remind myself of where I came from, right? Um, Bro, like, honestly, literally, mm-hmm. we're all from the same neighborhood. We came up with very similar similar stories and backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, mm-hmm. using some parts of narcissism, although it could be toxic, I think some of some of it could be used for your own benefit. You know, like aspire, like aspiring for. I mean, mm. coming from coming from where we come from, yeah, definitely, it could be used as a for, tool for something that seems unattainable to the to the person who's not thinking outside of the box. And it's like I got the same. I got this mm-hmm. one saying. It's super narcissistic, but I find myself thinking back to that saying and saying, "Yes, this is possible." Like I don't think. Personally, I don't think I'm better than anybody. I just think I just think better than them. Mm-hmm. So, so if I was to say, you know what, general, I, like I don't think I'm better than you. I just think better than you. I I mean I don't have yeah. a, I don't have a problem and with that I, saying I at all. That. Really, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I want to reach high. I want to get myself out of generational poverty. I want to get into the middle class and for some mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. that may sound a little ah this nigga's crazy he thinks he could get out of uh this hole you know what i'm saying or sound a little yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. snobbish so as like, they for, say for that yeah. i can see i have narcissism when it comes to that because i want to get myself out of a cycle of uh you know i, I want to be different i want to mm-hmm. allow my children to be different you know what i mean i think I think we all, I think, but you know what's funny about that is that may be like a a subdued narcissism, if you will, because I feel like the majority of the narcissists that we're talking about and the well-knowns, they would, because uh, we all have goals, but I think the narcissist would broadcast that shit on a billboard. They'd make a web series about the goals and achievements that they want. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's that real narcissistic shit. True. True. But as far as you thinking better than people, love that, Ben. And you know, you you are very cerebral. Um, like you you bring a lot to the table whereas with you, you know, whereas you're thinking uh pro con, you're thinking for and you know, basically the other side. So I do wanna ask you uh playing devil's advocate for a little bit um pat and you can chime in too if you want um for people who who feel you know in regards of mental abuse right in regards to mental abuse and especially what the story i gave y'all we'll use my example we'll use my story um is there anything because they like you said they people will gaslight you narcissists will gaslight you and make you feel like things are your fault or or that's on you type of shit um did I, I mean, is there anything that you think I, I did or could have done to make that situation that day not happen to me? 
I guess just not open up. But I mean, I'm just I just want to know because I've always thought that and this is a damn shame, but this is what they do. It will make you feel like shit's on you. So mm-hmm. I always thought like, did mm-hmm. I walk into that? I should have known better. I know these guys true, are assholes true. and narcissists. Um, you know what I mean? I mean, I'll, I'll I'll probably get into another personal story just to see if it if it correlate with anyone who's listening. It's like uh, I got to associate this with a with a relationship, right? So, boom. Let's say, okay. let me make it personal again. So, I get in a relationship with somebody, right? And one of the first things they tell me about is their exes. Oh. Niggas ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Men ain't shit. Right away, I'm getting gaslit. The girl goes, all of my um exes treated me bad. They did this. They did A, B, C, X, Y, Z. So boom, automatically, boom, that trigger switches, mm-hmm. right? That that flip switches and it goes, okay, bet. I'm gonna be different. I'm gonna be the nice guy. I'm gonna be the dude who does different, right? And Exactly, bro. You're being so manipulated. As soon as I switch into that mode, it's like I didn't even give myself a chance to see Shorty for what it, what it was, right? Yeah, or you didn't get a chance to act accordingly to how you wanted to, like you know, because I'm one of those people. I always say I treat people um, according to how right. they treat me. Right. Like I'm gonna give you the same energy you give me, um, you know. I don't let things change me, but like I'm one of so like let's say you wanted to take that approach and give her that same energy. Exactly. You was already tricked out of doing exactly. that. Exactly. You didn't even give yourself you didn't give yourself a fight. That's crazy. You know what I mean? So it's like, and mind you, this is a long time Damn. ago. This is like maybe early mid twenties. So it's like at the moment, I didn't even know what gaslighting was. Mm. I didn't even know what narcissism was. So it's like me thinking, oh, I'm gonna be a a, mm-hmm. a, a standing uh, um a good person. It's like, I didn't give myself, I didn't give myself a shot. Like I allowed myself to be in a crosshairs of a person who mm-hmm. one, wanted to manipulate me and two, just wanted shit to be fine and dandy and not be accountable for her own shit because lo, lo and behold, she was the most toxic person, most manipulative, most damaging person I could even think of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why. So it's like when it came down to it, it's like, man, some people are really like that. So it's like it, it comes, it, it kind of gives you thick skin. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to kind of like be on mm-hmm. guard or be defensive to the shit that people tell you because it's like even. I was thinking that. I was thinking like, so it makes you feel though like you can't allow yourself to right. be vulnerable and it, and it or at least not too less trusting of people. And it's like, it necessarily, it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you should be able to be around people when you feel like you could trust mm-hmm. them 100%. But it's like, when it comes to shit like that, you got to be on guard. But I'm, a, I'm I don't want to call myself a New York cat, but I'm a New York person. I really don't trust anybody until, you know, I see it for what it is, you know. You got to give me a reason to trust you, bro. That's how this should work, you know. Um I hate using this term because it, it simply doesn't exist. And when you use this term, it's just pointing out the fact that, um, you know, things aren't the way you want them to be. But I'm going to use it um, in a perfect world. Right. You, we, we would be able to be vulnerable with each other. We would be able to. I mean, you're not going to walk up to strangers and just give them, you know, the whole spiel. But what I'm saying is in a perfect world, like 
gaslighting and shit like that would never happen. You know, um, unfortunately, the world's not for us. What can you do? Um, I, um, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough when we're dealing with, um, narcissists, but I feel like I've said the word a hundred times today, but I do want to say that the idea for today's episode, I got from the depression project, uh, shout out to the depression project. I get, um, so sometimes then you'll see that I send and post, um, you know, uh, like encouraging messages and, and affirmations of faith. I get that from the Depression Project. You can sign up with them on depressionproject.com. And what they do is they will just email you some encouraging shit. Um, they also provide resources for people who struggle with depression. Um, uh, the number one resource that um, I've seen thus far is... Um, how to restore your self-worth after mental health abuse. And they'll give you like a full article and things like that. They also wrote a few books. And by they, I'm talking about Matthew and Danny Baker, the founders of the Depression Project. Uh, so the re most recent article that they uh, emailed to me was uh, someone who dealt with narcissistic parents and how they suffered so much mental abuse by being uh, raised by narcissistic parents. So the parents never really was in tune uh, with the person's uh, feelings. They would only really ask about the person's feelings, um, you know, just so that they could talk about what they wanted to talk about. You know, it's that that type of how was your yeah. day? Well, let me tell you about mine, you know what I mean, type of shit. And um, yeah, so it was a lot, you know, I, so I got to learn through that article a lot about narcissistic behaviors and personality. And I realized I've dealt with a lot of this type of shit in my lifetime. So I felt like this was the perfect uh, episode really to get into. Um, I will say that for our listeners, I hope that um, you've learned something today and how to deal with uh, narcissistic uh, personality and behaviors. I will also say that for those of you that are listening that are um, that are like humble, compassionate, genuinely caring. Let me tell you now, there's nothing wrong with you. Don't believe the bullshit. Uh, anybody that's gaslighting you to make you feel otherwise is clearly a narcissist. Um, nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with being who you are. You're probably like what the one uh, percent. You're probably, you're probably like a small percentage of uh, people who want to be genuinely compassionate and give. Um, and so am I. Uh, I am you. You are me. And I know there's nothing wrong with me. So ain't nothing wrong with you. That is my message to the listeners today. Uh, Barry, you got anything? Um, don't let the world change you. Be who you are. Um, in a world full of sheep, you know, be the, be the shepherd. Um, never change. Um, be you. Ooh, I like be that. Yourself, and, uh, you know. Spread love, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You got to decide, man. You're going to be a wolf or a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> not the themselves, my nigga. Oh, man. Um, my nigga. Uh, so, you know, the usuals, man. Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to... Um, 
uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can get us on uh, Google Podcasts. We might be on Stitcher. I haven't heard from any of the listeners if they fucking with us on Stitcher. But, you know, shout out to every platform that hosts us. Wherever you get podcasts, you can get us. Um, you can uh, get Ben. Tell, ben, tell them where you IG at, man. And Twitter at Kwame NYC. That's K-W-A-M-E NYC. Yeah, hit me, man. You, uh, yeah, you can you can get Pat wherever he want to be found at because Pat be <laughs> elusive out here. He just Jay, I want to ask you a little I want to know if and, um, would be into video what's podcast up? at all at any point. Um, if you guys could give any feedback, we would love to hear about that. We would absolutely love it. I'm. I mean, I'm. Yeah, I'm definitely um interested in it. If there's an interest for it, that would be dope. I mean, during the times of not just uh COVID, but also our um, locations, man, we in three separate parts of the map, so it uh, it would definitely have to be some type of virtual shit until we link this summer because we got we definitely got a link. Um, definitely, I, I, I'm with it. Like some, yeah, some visuals would, would be would be great if they could call in. You know, to chime in on our topics because we have a lot of great topics, bro. And I would love to hear what people have to say and uh, interact. I, w- I love to interact, man. Um, so y'all let us know. Um, most, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, shit, I feel like I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm giving one of them all the same speeches. Y'all want to thank God? I want to thank my mama. I want. <laughs> I want to thank baby Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All types of, you know what I mean? Um, I, but now nah, for real, I, I'm, I'm feeling that's the mood right now. That's the vibe. I'm very thankful, man. I'm very thankful for all the things that I'm learning with regards to mental health. I'm thankful that I'm able to help others uh, with regards to mental health. And I'm also thankful that, um, you know, I am happy, healthy, medicated, um, getting my therapy uh, biweekly. You know what I mean? So, shit, I, I don't, I know, not that I don't think, I know if it weren't for these things, I may not be here. I may not even uh, be able to put this out to, to you guys, you know? So, appreciate y'all, the listeners. Um, and as always, That's we hope fact. we help somebody. One love.